This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. On this Wednesday morning, July 13th, 2022, thanks for joining us. We got a beautiful day here in the Midwest, blue skies, beautiful full moon last night, Come, light comes shining through the windows, lighting up the house. It's a great time of the year. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast, where we love our country, our nation, our freedoms, and our liberties. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com, sign up for our podcast. Also, check out 2,000 Mules. See what you think. Was the 2020 election stolen, or is it just propaganda? All right, today's top five headlines for this Wednesday, July 13th. Headline number five, Gavin Newsom signs gun legislation allowing residents to sue gun manufacturers. From Politico, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill Tuesday allowing individuals as well as the state and local governments to sue gun makers for negligence, potentially paving the way to a wave of lawsuits if the legislation survives inevitable legal challenges. The measure reflects an effort by California and other states led by Democrats to strengthen gun restrictions following mass shootings across the country in the face of fierce opposition by the industry its Republican allies, and a conservative Supreme Court. California's measure creates a code of conduct that features various safeguards intended to reduce gun violence, authorizing lawsuits for violations by the state attorney general, city attorneys, and individual citizens. The bill takes effect next summer. Gavin Newsom, gun manufacturers and distributors have been shielded from the mass destruction they caused for too long. Today, California changes that. I just signed a bill that will allow victims of gun violence to sue the makers of their deadly weapons and hold them accountable. From NBC, at the federal level, the 2005 Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, the PLCAA, largely shields firearm manufacturers and dealers from lawsuits when people use their products illegally, such as by shooting someone. NBC News reported in April of 2021. Other industries like pharmaceutical makers and airlines have special immunity from some types of lawsuits, contrary to comments made last year by President Joe Biden stating that the firearm industry was unique in the protection that it had. All right, so let's listen to Gavin Newsom in his own words. Well, it's well known that Nearly every industry is held to account when their products cause harm or injury. Well, except one, the gun industry. The gun lobby, well, it spent millions and millions of dollars buying off politicians to shield themselves from any liability. Today, California is going to change that. They can no longer hide from the mass destruction that they have caused. I'll be signing a bill that will allow Californians to sue irresponsible gun manufacturers and distributors. If you've been hurt, or a family member is a victim of gun violence. You can now go to court and hold the makers of these deadly weapons accountable. Our kids, families, and 
communities deserve to live without the worry of gun violence. And with Assemblymember Ting's bill, gun makers will finally be held to account for their role in this crisis. Okay, so this is just crazy town, Democratic baloney. Again, um, blaming someone else, you know, blaming uh, the victims, putting the blame on guns, which are inanimate objects that don't shoot people by themselves. Uh, So that completely allows for the criminals to um, go scot-free because it's not their fault. It's the guns that are being manufactured. I mean, this is just, uh, it's just crazy. It's just crazy nonsense is what it is. And the Democrats in California just think that they can pass these laws to have more control over you, more control over the law-abiding citizens, and to think that this is going to have anything to do with stopping violence is just, it's just crazy town. Gavin Newsom is obviously trying to run for president, and there's no way California is going to elect anybody on a national level based on their radical ideas of allowing for people to sue gun manufacturers for an inanimate object. It doesn't make any sense at all. All right, headline number four. House Leader Kevin McCarthy begins training staffers for post-midterm investigations. From the Daily Caller, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is planning a series of training sessions for House Republican committee staffers in what's viewed as the party's next step to prepare for post-midterm investigations. McCarthy and House Administration Committee Ranking Member Representative Rodney Davis of Illinois sent an email Tuesday morning to staffers inviting them to the upcoming sessions, dubbed informational briefings. Quote, the email obtained by the Daily Caller is titled Oversight Education Series, Investigations 101, end quote. And the briefings are designed to ready House Committee staffers for conducting oversight, a person familiar with the House Republicans' plans explained to the caller. The first, Investigations 101, briefing is slated for the afternoon of July 22nd, according to the email. McCarthy will also host a second briefing, September 8th, and a third, September 26th. The investigations list the caller previously reported includes border policies implemented under the Biden administration, the origins of COVID-19, and the administration's reaction in testing, opening schools of natural immunity. The person familiar with Republicans' plans also said he said the Joint Enterprise Defense Infrastructure, JETI, contract at the Department of Defense, DOD, is on the investigations list. Okay, so finally the Republicans are uh, starting to play some hardball. Democrats have been playing hardball for years and have been uh, slamming the Republicans, and now it's time for us to get in there and uh, have our own investigations. I would add a number of other things to the list besides what was uh, quoted here in this email. Uh, A couple that come to mind would be the uh, voter integrity in the 2020 elections. Uh, We could look at the Russia hoax and Hillary Clinton's hand in promoting the fake news, the dossier, the deal dossier, check into that, how that all got started, and why the FBI and has been surveilling individuals and the President of the United States. I mean, there's a number of other issues that we could investigate, which I think are very important to uncover as well. Fauci connection to China. I mean, there's a big, long list that we could take a look at the southern border and uh, the treasonous actions of 
President Biden. So uh, anyway, it's uh, it's a direction. It's it's in the right direction. And uh, I think if you are so inclined, you might want to call your congressmen and senators and add some of those things to the list, put a little pressure on them. This is time for activism for Republicans, for conservatives, for those that believe in your freedom. It's time to get off the couch, get get away from watching the cable TV and make some phone calls. It only takes a few minutes. All you have to do is contact your representatives and you can leave a voicemail. I mean, it's very simple to do. It's not a complicated process. The telephone number is 202-224-3121. It's the switchboard for the White House. You don't even have to talk to anybody. It's mostly all automated. It just asks you what state, and it gives you an option to select who you want to speak to, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican. You can call both offices, and you can leave a voicemail and just tell them what you think. Say, hey, why don't you add um, you know, the Russia hoax, or why don't you add the 2020 election voter integrity issues? Just give them a call. Put the pressure on them. Republicans are sometimes a little bit slow. They don't want to be conf- confrontational, but we need to be active because if we don't, we're going to lose our country. All right, headline number three, California bill creates safe haven for minors seeking gender-affirming health care. California family, a committee in the California legislature passed SB 107 last month, a bill that would establish the state as a safe haven for minors seeking transgender procedures, including sterilizing puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and mastectomies. The bill, authored by Senator Scott Werner, Democrat from San Francisco, remember that name, allows insurance companies, physicians, and contractors to disregard subpoenas pertaining to child custody and other court measures from other states if the child is being medically treated for gender dysphoria. It also bans health care providers from providing medical information requested from another state if that state has a policy allowing civil action to be taken against the individuals who perform gender-affirming health care on children. The bill grants California courts a temporary emergency jurisdiction for multiple reasons, including abuse, abandonment, and protection of a child or if a child has been unable to obtain gender-affirming health care or gender-affirming mental health care. Okay, so more crazy town stuff from Gavin Newsom. California's about ready to fall off the end of the ocean there if they continue to go down this crazy, woke idea of uh, gender whatever, medical procedures, taking a man, turning him into a woman. I mean, it's, it's a mental illness, and it's a very small percentage of the population. And unfortunately, California is on the track for passing these radical laws. So just remember, don't ever vote for a Democrat again. They're completely 100% woke. They're completely crazy town. This is Marxist ideology, and it has no business in our public square. All right, headline number two. Berkeley professor calls Senator Hawley transphobic for questioning who can get pregnant. This is the type of person parents are trusting to educate their children. From Fox News, a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on abortion and the legal consequences of the Supreme Court's decision in Dobbs v. Jackson, women's health organization, blew up during a tense back and forth between Senator Josh Hawley, Republican from Missouri, and Berkeley law professor Kara 
Bridges when the senator questioned her characterization of who can get pregnant. After Bridges referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy, quote, Holly asked if she meant women when the professor stated that some women cannot get pregnant and that some transgender men and non-binary people can, Halley questioned whether abortion is really a women's rights issue as it was historically been presented. This led the professor to accuse Holly of creating a dangerous situation with his question. Quote, I want to recognize that your line of questioning is transphobic and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing them, end quote, said Bridges, who teaches courses in family law as well as reproductive rights and justice. From Fox News, Katie Pavlich, this is absolutely nuts. Okay, so let's listen to this exchange between Senator Hawley and Professor Bridges in their own words. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing them. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think. Can get <laughs> so you pregnant. are denying that trans people exist, Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this, where no, 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 they're, they're told that to they're question. opening up people to oh, violence? We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely extraordinary. Okay, so there you go, right from the horse's mouth. Just how radical these people are. These woke professors. This is the kind of garbage that they're teaching our young people. This is complete insanity. The idea that there's more than two sexes, that is uh, not possible. It's either uh, XY or YY chromosomes. There is nothing in between that. Uh, this is a language manipulation. Uh, we don't use the term gender anymore. It's about sex because there are only two sexes, gender and binary, non-binary, and all this cisgender stuff is all language designed to manipulate and change our pers perspective and perception of what sex is. Senator Hawley did a very good job in confronting her, and you could see she was very combative, and she wouldn't answer the questions. She just immediately threw it back at him, accusing him of violence. This is the left's techniques. This is right out of the dialectic. This comes from uh, critical theory, and it's very, very much in line with 
socialist, Marxist, neo-Marxist ideas and critical race theory. They're all tied in together, and that's what you get with the Democratic Party. These, this individual was invited by the Democratic Party as a representative representing their thoughts. And all those Democrats, they were in agreement with what she was saying, and they were all over social media praising how great her, her uh, response was to uh, Senator Hawley's questions. So uh, never vote for a Democrat. This is, uh, this is what you get, this craziness, and the American people— will not stand for it. It's not in the mainstream, and it doesn't represent the majority of the American people. All right, headline number one, WHO updating gender guidance to reflect woke agenda. Fox News, the World Health Organization will update its gender guidance to reflect its belief that gender goes beyond non-binary. The organization has announced, and the WHO has an existing gender mainstreaming manual, which argues that there are many genders existing on a spectrum from male to female. The organization now says that does not go far enough. However, the updated guidance will focus on highlighting and expanding on the concept of intersectionality, which looks at how gender power dynamics interact with other hierarchies of privileges or disadvantage, resulting in inequality and differential health outcomes for different people. The WHO website reads, at the time of reporting, the update will also emphasize going beyond non-binary approaches to gender and health to recognize gender and sexual diversity or the concepts that gender identity exists on a continuum and that sex is not limited to male or female. Fox News, Daily Mail, Professor Jenny Gamble, a midwifery, sorry, midwifery expert from Coventry University, described the WHO's change as problematic. It is a dismissal of basic biology and mistake, she told Mail Online. Biology is a key determinant of health and illness. Not being clear about basic biology opens the door to a range of problems, including very poor health communication, but also distorted data. Okay, so there's something very nefarious going on here. We're seeing this woke ideology coming on all different levels. We're getting hit by it, not only in our universities with our professors and our government, but also the WHO, which has been known to be very much connected to the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. We saw that during the Trump administration when we separated from them due to some of their radical ideas. And now we're seeing how radical the WHO is in their gender identifications now. We just highlighted it from the Berkeley professor, but you're seeing this also in the WHO. So this is... uh, this is some scary stuff. We need to be very much alert, very much aware of what's going on, and uh, we need to really take some steps, guys. This is uh, very serious, and right now we are on a full frontal attack by this woke ideology. We can't stand for it. So the elections are coming up. I'm going to continue to repeat that uh, the midterms are very important in how we vote. So uh, again, Uh, WHO updating gender guidance to reflect a woke agenda. Okay, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, July 13, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark, and we'll see you tomorrow 
Have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 